Hi, everyone. I'm Christina Mendonca. Thanks for being here for episode 10 of A Fresh Agenda. This is A Fresh Agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work. Here is Christina Mendonca. Thanks for being here for A Fresh Agenda, where we talk to innovators and entrepreneurs and how through the distractions of life they get at their deepest work. Today, we're talking about defensive training. This entire week, my stories focus on women, so I thought it a perfect opportunity to chat with Mandy Autry, otherwise known as the Gun Lady. I met Mandy years ago when I did a three-part series on women's defense. I profiled a martial art called Krav Maga as one option for women. I did a part on non-lethal weapons, things like stun guns, pepper spray, and the latest developments in those, and other non-lethal defenses. And then I talked to Mandy Autry, who trains men and women for concealed weapons permits and in defensive gun skills. Now, what impressed me about Mandy is not only does she want to make people feel comfortable with their weapons and technically trained, she spends a lot of time educating and training people to have the proper mindset when they carry a weapon. I understand guns are controversial, and here in California, there are many laws concerning how they are purchased, owned, carried, and used. If this is something you're considering, or you currently own a weapon, you need to have a depth of knowledge in not only use, but law and psychology. Because if you use a gun to defend yourself, there will be consequences no matter what. They may be legal, psychological, or physical, or a combination. So Mandy is big into education. Let's dive into the world of weapons and hear more about her education methods and how she is innovating defensive training. Mandy Autry joins me now. Thanks for being here this morning. Tell us a little bit about your background in law enforcement and defensive training. Well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, I retired with 28 and a half years from the state as a active parole agent um, working out of the Stockton area. Uh, been very active in that arena. And also because of that job, I started teaching defense. Um, items, I'm going to say. So I've done firearms, I've done hands-on, I've done baton. Um, I've been a, a academy instructor for all of the uh, self-defense at the academy for all the uh, um, new cadets coming through. I also was the firearms liaison for the state. So I dealt with all the handguns, actually all the guns in the state of California, as far as the department was concerned. And also went out and trained with our what we would call our CERT team, but what most people would think of as the SWAT team. So a uh, pretty intense background when you start to think about all the things that I've actually done. And but, um, that but just training is what really got you going. That's your passion, though. And, and it has been for quite a few years now, hasn't it? That's what bled over. If it hadn't been for that background and, and that training, I don't think that I would be doing what I'm doing now. Um, I love doing this type of training that I provide because I think it's a missing link out there. And um, I'm just very passionate about trying to get people to learn how to protect themselves, regardless of what means they want to do that with. Right, right. I know you've done lethal and non-lethal uh, types of training. Talk to me a little bit about your uh, CCW training. I know you do a lot of that. And and how have uh, the laws in California changed? I mean, when you have new CCW students showing up, I mean, what are you telling them that's different than a few years ago? 
Well, honestly, some of the laws that have changed in uh, California regarding CCW right now are kind of held up in the court system um, because there have been appeals on some of the things. So uh, what's changed in the last couple of years is you used to be exempt if you had a CCW and carry on school grounds. Well, that's not allowed anymore. Matter of fact, they don't allow uh, teachers to even carry on school grounds, the ones that were approved. I think as far as the laws changing, it really helps out the criminals more than the person. Um, meaning that some of the things that changed was the amount of the gun purchase and whether it was a felony or not, and that has kind of been corrected. But the uh, new one that's out right now is uh, getting uh, charged with a felony for having a gun and using it in the commission of crime. They've actually left it up to the judge now. So, you know, when you think about that, it's like the bad guy is getting the advantage over this. Uh, my CCW training is a little bit different than probably most people out there. It's 85 to 90% hands-on. So in the beginning on a 16-hour class, we do the classroom, cover the laws, cover the AOJ, which is your use of force, what legally allows you to use uh, deadly force on another person. And then by the afternoon, we're out on the range shooting. And we're going through five to 600 rounds of ammunition, doing a lot of holster work, uh, teaching people to actually defend themselves in that type of situation. So it's not just a qualification class, it's a thinking class because the last resort you want is to use the firearm. And if you don't understand when you can and when you can't, you could legally get yourself into um, some serious hot water, uh, including ending up in prison. We talk about that, uh, you know, and, and I, I, when I introduced you, I talked a little bit about that, too, how you really have to think about uh, when you fire your weapon, uh, the legal ramifications, the psychological ramifications, and the physical ramifications, and sometimes it can be all three at once. I mean, there, there are consequences no matter what if you choose to use your firearm to defend yourself, aren't there? Correct. There's What people don't realize, is, and, you know, you have a lot of folks that, I'm going to just say on social media, it's like, oh, I just shoot them for this or that. We're not geared like the criminals. We have feelings. And um, for you to take somebody else's life or even just point a gun at them, there's going to be the emotional side of that that's going to happen. Um, you're going to get questioned. The media is going to question. You'll question yourself. The family will question yourself. So people really have to think about that as a, a side effect of it. Um, the emotion, besides the emotional, then there's the financial side of it. Um, I am hooked up now with CCW Safe, so I will plug them out there. The reason I chose them as an insurance company, and I am a card carrying member, is because they have a proven record. They won a case um, just very recently, and they also did a pro bono for one of the people behind the uh, Las Vegas shooting. I'll just say that because I can't really go into detail on that. But the case that they won, if the uh, person had to pay out of his pocket for that case, it would have been over $300,000 to defend himself in, in court. And let's get honest, most of us don't have $300,000 sitting around to pay to save ourselves from going to, you know, going to prison. 
And so uh, that includes your expert witnesses, your testimony, your investigators. There's a whole realm if you're going to want to win this case where most people don't have the money, they didn't get the insurance, um, and now they get stuck and um, they pay a heavier price, you know, maybe ended up in, in the jail system or going broke trying to finance their defense on that case. Right. It seems like a lot of CCW uh, courses, and I've taken a few, uh, they do talk a lot about the law up front, and it almost is, uh, you know, by the time they, the instructor finishes, you're almost a little afraid and to go through the class because there are lots of legal um, pitfalls to carrying a weapon. Yes, they're, they're, and really that's what you should take from those classes. Um, however, that shouldn't be the thing that you walk away going, wow, I don't know if I want to do that. Because if the class is conducted properly, you start thinking outside the box and you start thinking about why you can make that difference and not make that mistake. Um, and that's, and I think that's the kind of the differences because a lot of, a lot of the classes that are out there, people just want to do the qualification. That's all. And that's a misconception because people believe that I'm qualified because I shot 36 rounds in a, a square target that I'm qualified to carry this gun. It's that's just the, the bare minimum. And it, it really comes down to what other stuff is in that class. What information are you getting? Are you starting to think about things that you could do to make it better? Um, you know, the first thing I tell people is if you can be someplace else, be there. Go away. Don't stay. Why would you put yourself in that position? So talk to me about the process of getting a CCW, a, a weapons permit to carry. It has changed a lot over the years, and I know it varies a little bit county to county, but a lot of people think, okay, you can just go and take the course and then sign the paper, pay the money, and there you go. Correct. So each county um, has their own process. They're very similar in um the process itself, sometimes how you do that process is the difference. So I always tell people to go on the website for the county that you're in, look up the CCW, and if you can't find it, get hold of me, I'll send you the link. You want to always start that process first, meaning you want to uh, get on there, get your appointment set up, go do your interview, your paperwork gets done, you go in there and sit down. And I tell folks, once you sit down and do your interview, you pretty much know whether you're going to get it or not by the questions they ask. Be honest. If there's something in the past that came up, they're going to find it. So, you know, um, sometimes people think if they have a DUI that it automatically excludes them. That's not correct. There's a time frame on that. So I'll just go with that. So don't get in there and, and act like, oh, no, I never had an arrest. Well, if you've had a DUI, you know, years ago, it's going to show up. So some counties are doing it by computer now, which makes the process way easier. And some, they're, because they're a smaller county, it's still uh, print out the paperwork, fill it out, take it in with you during the interview, uh, sit down and talk with them, and then you do your live scan. And then after that, um, once you get the approval, then you can start getting your training done. Because um, all of them have timeframes on when the training can be done and uh, when you should get your, your paperwork back. So what should, what should you look for in a good 
CCW instructor? What what do you want to see when you Well, as I get older, um, one of the things that I start to look at, e- even if I'm researching something myself, is reviews. And not just that they have reviews, but what's the context of their review? After that, I would contact that instructor and see what they tell me. Now, you have to be careful because some instructors uh, will really tout themselves and they're going to say, I'm going to have you shooting like a cop in, um, by the end of the class. Well, no offense, but that really doesn't say anything about, you know, the class itself. So I would contact the instructor and talk to them, ask them questions. Um, if they have time for you, that's probably a good fit of an instructor. If they seem like they're preoccupied and they can't answer your question, regardless of what it is, that may not be your fit. And sometimes it really just comes down to how you feel that you can communicate with that instructor. Meaning that um, if I have a personal connection with them, by the time I get off the phone, then that's probably the person I'm going to go with. Does that make sense? So it's not a sterile environment that they're just not feeding me these answers and not really um, answering my question in particular. You train men and women. Any difference? Nope. To me, they're, to me, they're the same. The only difference is that sometimes women want to be a little more emotional about things. Um, the gear sometimes is an issue because we don't always have the best gear out there for women. Um, but at the end of the day, everybody trains the same. Everybody's going to get the, the same stuff. Um, so yeah, I train men and women and I also train not in CCW obviously, but the kids so that they can get that first foundation of, of safety that, um, mom and dad don't want to do at the house because, uh, you know how kids are. Right. Right. (laughs) So tell me, why is it so, why do you think it is important that everyone know the basics about a weapon? We are in a changing time, especially here in California. And um, I know there's a lot of folks out there that have bought guns, gone to the gun store, bought a gun, and then they take it home and it's still sitting in the box. Um, I think that the problem is, is that they magically think they're going to be able to do something with that. So it's important that everybody understands gun safety because then it takes that mystery away of it being a dangerous item. That's why most people or some people will just refuse to do anything gun because they look at it as a, a deadly item. And it's not. It's just a gun. Um, it's how you handle it. Um, either being trained or lack of training that makes the big difference. So once you take the mystery away and you go, oh, okay, it's just a piece of equipment, excuse me, um, it kind of helps people settle down into it. Um, I've had people come into my intro to handguns class and um, they're like, okay, I get it now. I don't know that I'll have one in my house, but I feel way more comfortable about it because we took the mystery away. Right. Talk to me about the cost. This is not a cheap uh, proposition, whether you're going to get a CCW or just get a gun and some training. It's not cheap. It is not cheap. <laughs> um, and so what I'll say on that is by the time you finish, you can have a lot of money invested into the process by the time you um, 
do your stuff with the sheriff, get your training class and get your gun. And then ammunition, which is another issue that we're having right now um, in California. Ammunition is getting hard to get again because not everybody's done with the DOJ process, the vendors. But I always say this, what's your life worth? So um, I had a student the other day tell me, I said, you need to go out and start practicing. And he goes, but that's expensive. So you're telling me your life's not worth 50 bucks. So um, you're going to put money into something, put it into something that could save you if need be. Now, if you're not a gun person because I do other training. There are other devices out there, but you can't always go the cheap route and just say, well, I'll do the bare minimum and hope it works out because that's never going to work out for anybody, regardless of what defense they're trying to use. Yeah, let me talk to you a little bit about the non-lethal uh, types of, of defense items. There are the stun guns and the, the, you've got the spray and so forth. Um, how much training do you need with those items? You know, to be honest, it's probably not so much the training. It's really the mindset that goes behind it. Um, so it's the same thing as going out and buying a gun and thinking that, that it's going to magically do something for you. Um, tasers stun guns, the flashlights that have the tasers in it, uh, you still have to understand how they function and how they work and that you are trying to stop somebody from hurting you. Um, pepper spray, I, I'm, it's, I'm not a huge fan of it just to the fact that most people will go out and buy it, but they have no clue how it works, what it feels like and what it tastes like and what it's going to do. So the panic will set in once they actually get sprayed with the item themselves because the wind is always going to catch that. Uh, so it really doesn't matter what tool you use. The biggest tool you can use and the best training you can ever get is mindset, um, is that I'm going to survive this regardless of anything that I have. And I think that's the thing that's missing out here in our training world, in the defense world, regardless if it's handguns or the other uh, um, hands-on. How do you get yeah, someone so, in that mindset when you're training them in, in one of your courses? How do you get in their mind what possibly could happen and how their body will react and how the adrenaline will kick in when something does threaten their life? That's probably the, the hardest thing to actually do. I think the easiest way to get it is um, you give them examples and when people get training, they will come along in their own world as to learning how to, to defend themselves. And what I mean by that is that the human body does three things, fight, flight, or freeze. And we have a tendency to freeze because we have no experience with that. We haven't um, been in a fight or we've never, you know, had anything scary happen to us. And so the body doesn't know what it's supposed to do. And when you start training and getting outside of your comfort zone, then the rest of it will come along with it because now you'll start to feel comfortable and you're like, oh, wow, if I had to do something, I can do that. The other thing is, is that people, um, and I just heard this on a video the other day about a taser, is the lady was like, I, I could carry a taser because I don't really want to hurt the person. Well, that's not the proper mindset. The proper mindset is that criminals aren't wired like us and they don't care whether they hurt you or not. So you're not, you're not running up and punching your, your family in the face. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about trying to stop a bad person from causing you harm. 
and you need to be able to defend yourself at any means possible. Let's talk about some of the stuff you have coming up. You've got some exciting things happening uh, in the near future, uh, some innovations in terms of training, and you have been in contact with a bunch of other women around the country, right? Correct. So next, the last week of January at the SHOT Show, which is held in Vegas every year, it's a big industrial um, show where people bring in new products, new programs, um, networking and stuff like that. So there will be an announcement. It's a women's only um, program that is a well-rounded program. It's not just a gun thing. I'm going to say it that way. Um, it is everything that you would need as a female to learn how to defend yourself regardless of what you have available. So we realize that some people don't uh, care for guns. We realize that some people don't want the martial arts. We also realize that some people um, just don't know where to go. And so it's a program that's coming out that is going to in incorporate a whole bunch of things for females including uh, physical fitness, um, defensive fitness, not as in martial arts, but as in um, taking care of your body, getting out there, getting healthy, um, obviously the gun stuff and uh, the hands-on um, curriculum too, including gear, um, equipment. There'll be reviews on stuff like that. So um, I always make a joke is that I'm not a, a Second Amendment um, advocate, but I am a um, defense advocate. So regardless of whatever means you do it, you need to learn how to defend yourself. You can't rely okay, so on one piece, one piece. So that comes out um, at the SHOT Show. So where are we going to be able to see the announcement? Where will where will we be able to get the information? So I will most likely be uh, posting live from Gun Lady Defensive Firearms Training on Facebook. Uh, hopefully it'll end up somewhere on my uh, website. And uh, prior to that, probably um, we'll have an announcement what other uh, live sets you can look at for that. And I believe that it's worked out that we'll be on the news also down in Vegas. So um, as we get closer and get more stuff lined out and, you know, get the word from the big boss, um, I'm one of the, the busy bees helping with this. Uh, I will also be one of the instructors that will be going out with this. Um, and doing live training places, and there'll be stuff available on the website once it gets up and running. So. Okay, excellent. And where can we find you for now? Where do we um, give give me your website and all the good information people can uh, can access to find you? Uh, Gunlady.net is my website, or you can find me on Facebook, um, Gunlady Defensive Firearms Training, or you can find me under my name, Mandy Autry, A U T R E Y. And um, really excited about these things coming out. I've got some new classes myself that I've uh, launched out there is an introduction to handguns, um, which includes a basic handgun class and cleaning. And another one that I'm really excited about that I have is called What If It Happens To You? It is a non-shooting class and it's a uh, medical mindset. So we will be in a uh, mindset of incidents that happen um, just like the Vegas incident or the, in the New York where the guy drove the car down there. How do you defend yourself in that? How do you help others? And then there's the medical component as far as putting tourniquets on, um, 
packing wounds, uh, compression bandage and stuff like that. So that one's pretty, I'm pretty excited about that one that's coming up. And uh, obviously I do CCW training, home defense. Um, I highly recommend home defense, especially with everything that's going on nowadays. Don't get yourself caught up legally thinking that you can do something um, just because somebody comes in your house. There's a, there's a legal uh, ramification to that. Okay, excellent. Mandy Autry, the gun lady, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate uh, all of your information and all of the stuff coming up about the classes. We're excited about the um, whole women's defense thing coming up, and we'll be looking for that on your website and your Facebook page. Appreciate your time. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thanks again to the gun lady for spending time with us today and lending us some of her expertise in weapons and more importantly, the mindset it takes to own or carry either a lethal or non-lethal weapon. If you want more information about Mandy or her methods, you can visit gunlady.net. Not only is there information about her classes, but she's going to be starting this whole network with other women around the country to focus on defense. So look for her announcement on that. She also writes on topics of defense and does presentations for men and women in addition to her classes. If you have a thought for me, you can reach me through my website at christinamendanza.com. I'd love to hear from you and thank you for spending time with me. Let's stay connected. This is a fresh agenda, bringing your productivity and creativity together to generate your deepest work.